Speak Your Truth podcast. It's about being real. It's about sharing real stories. It's about sharing our truth. These are the stories of the people. 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 Of the city of Milwaukee and beyond. This is Speak Your Truth Podcast. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Hey. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy March. Um, Spring is near. Hopefully, you know, we live in Wisconsin, so spring could be like three months away. Spring. Uh, Right. Um, I'm happy to be here today. Today... It's right after a new new moon, and I always get this um, burst of energy. Yeah, burst of energy. That was a burst of heartburn right there. I'm sitting up here eating these tacos. Um, Drew, what's up? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling good. Okay. <laughs> I'm forgetting. I gotta always bring. You know, I gotta always bring the, the helmet in. Wow, is Mario really bald though? Yeah, like, yeah, for real. Like, he is for real. Fan bald. What's Damn. funny is I, I I like yeah, yeah okay there we go I like this uh helmet a lot because I normally like the costumes the helmets come like with the hats and stuff glued together so when the hat came off I'm like oh shit like you got a <laughs> we got a real boy head so yeah, right, dope. so I left the hat at home today so he can let his hair breathe okay so some of these some of these costumes is unique Mario out here hat yeah you gotta be yeah, bring us some of these costumes but uh B isn't here with us today he is handling some business that only a player could so drew and myself holding it down here at the studio but today is a very special episode where we've had a number of guests and we allowed them to come and speak their truth and you and use our platform to do that but i've been doing speak your truth now um for almost three years and two of these years i've been with the tdr pod network family um and they have helped this podcast grow so much. So we have not taken the opportunity to interview the man behind the mission himself. Tone, Big Tone, a.k.a. Big Brother, a.k.a. Yo, uh. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I got to give myself a round of applause. Yes, please. I don't do that too much. Yes, I do. So, let Tone, me let, let me what finish I- your gracious introduction. But, Tone, um, I, I met Tone. And he reached out to me and he was like, yeah, I got this network and I love what you're doing. And I was a guest on uh, Real Bar Talk. So shout out to Tori, right. Casey and KT. And I was like, yeah, I got a podcast, too. And then it was just history. We went through at a Drew Brandon. But then this man really is the voice of the black podcast scene here in the city. Like if 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 a podcast is happening nine times out of 10, they are going through tone being produced through tone. Um, We've grown so much from tone having to come to my house to record things, to going to the South side, to now being here in the state of the art studio. And I tell this man all the time, I'm so proud of you. I appreciate your mentorship and your vision. I'm going to shut up and I'm going to let you, Take it over. Introduce yourself. Where you from? What you do? I mean, we know what you do, but like specifically. You know what's funny? As much as I get on the mic, I really don't have a set intro. What? I really don't. We have like, you know, it's your boy. You know, you know, what's going on, everybody? It's my name, Mr. Tone Deaf. I, yeah, I'm 
Mr. Tone Deaf, a.k.a. the Tone and Tone Deaf, a.k.a. one half of the most uh, dangerous podcast of the Deaf Fresh Show. Uh, one one fourth of the uh, voice of the voices on Hoshley Awkward, the man behind the scenes. Uh, it is me, Mr. Antonio J. Luckett. No uh, He's been Mars. <laughs> He was just trying to remember. No, that, but you get it. Though. I was just trying to remember what yeah, I do. You know, you what gotta... all do I? The man of many hats, uh, in so many words. But uh, what, what what do you want to know? What do you want to know? So Alicia? first and foremost, um, what a lot of people don't know is they don't know what TDR is, and they don't know what a pod network does. So before all we right. get into kind of like the backstory, tell us all about TDR, which podcast. Um, you have how many podcasts you're currently managing. So tell us all about that. All right. So if you haven't been rocking with us, you don't know that TDR actually stands for Tone Deaf Radio. We initially started off as four lonely shows mm-hmm. on an internet radio station on Blog Talk Radio. Um, I've been doing this collectively for about 10 years come April. Okay. Um, that's part of the reason why we having the kickback we having. Mm-hmm. Um, been doing it, been doing the whole thing for about ten years. That's uh, the blog talk radio scene. Then uh, migrated over to actually doing a serious podcast. But at the end of the day, I've always had a network concept to it. Um, I've always been yes, I can do my show, but I want to give somebody else the opportunity to do theirs too. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping it a buck, I technically started. Internet. I started this period off the back of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, during the time when I officially started TDR, I had lost two jobs mm-hmm. within a one month span. Oh. Uh, shit was going weird in the family. The economic crisis had re- hit real hard where homes were being foreclosed on left and right. Yeah. Unemployment rate was like fucking ridiculous. And I was in the middle of all that. Um, had recently had just got married. So I wasn't even that deep into the marriage at the time and everything was crumbling at one time. So here I am at the crib. I need a voice. Um, me and my brother, one, AKA one half of the Death fresh show. We used to actually go to little local wrestling events. Just, you know, we wanted to do that. Cause that's what we was into. We was into wrestling anyway. And I just needed something to get my mind off that. The world was like kind of fucked up. So while we were there, I had a digital camera. And me and Juan was running around fucking with people with this camera. And we labeled it the Death Fresh Show. Mm. And that's literally how it all started. So after we sat down, it was like, dog, you know, it'd be funny. We just made this a real thing. Mm-hmm. So we were doing it every week. Then one day, Juan said, I'm a rapper. And I want my music to be played when I want to play it. So he wanted to incorporate his music into the show. So I was like, Shit, why not? I got tired of listening to the radio at the time anyway. We didn't have uh, playlists and Apple Music and all the shit we got now back then. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just make a radio show to do that. So at that point in time, me and Juan had two shows. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, let me talk to my homegirls. So I hit up my homegirl, Natasha Nafrini. Mm-hmm. She started a show. I hit up Dia because we love poetry. Gave her a show. Couldn't leave my wrestling fans out there, so I gave both WCC and WFSO a show, and birthed the TDR right there. Yeah, wow! Look at that. And we've always so had you, you shows. Basically, did what all great people do is that you found 
some kind of gap and you created your own avenue which is so dope basically so, moving forward kind of like bringing us into the present mm -hmm. how many shows do you currently have if we take the whole entire roster so that's those who record in milwaukee our virtual team and our syndicated team meaning they record somewhere else but we handle all the distribution it's about 45 shows when you add all of those in there uh, now wait we gotta stop right there 45 45 Black voices, forty-five. That's, that's Jordan ready, Jersey when he came back. Okay, I was, getting, I was getting ready to say that the one, yes. the one caveat to TDR is fifty percent of your show has to be melanated. It doesn't matter if you're Puerto Rican, we need a, Mexican, we need a round of black. Applause to that. Fifty percent of your show has to be melanated. Uh, and tell us why. That. Well, because the black voice needs to be heard. Period. I don't care what you're talking about. You could be talking about the terrible sex you had with your baby daddy. You could be talking about the struggle that's going on. You could be talking about financial literacy. Whatever you want to talk about, I want to give you the opportunity to have a voice, but you have to have substance behind your voice. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't be somebody who's like, me and my friends are funny in the basement. We should have a show. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> <laughs> after about five episodes, you're not funny no more, bro. Then right, exactly. You yeah. know? So you got to have a structure. You got to have a concept. Um, if anybody's ever sat down and actually did an interview with me for a show, one of the first questions I ask them is, why do you want a podcast? Mm. Yeah, you did ask me that. You see? And I'm like, I've been doing this a year. <laughs> but then I asked you why a podcast, though. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The, like, there's many different ways you could do You could do a YouTube channel, but a YouTube channel doesn't have the same vibe as a podcast. Mm -hmm. You can go on Facebook Live every day doesn't have the same vibe as a podcast so i used that's why i ask people i ask the same question twice why do you want to start a podcast and why do you want to start a podcast mm. you know when you can do it uh, so many different ways but mm -hmm. because of the pandemic though podcasting has completely evolved mm -hmm. to begin with because before it used to be we record on audios it would drop on a certain day and people right. are at work or in their car listening to yeah. it now podcasts are becoming more visual you know, we got time to sit down and watch what's going on on screen. And you have your fans, your loyal fans will interact with you. Mm. Like, I have shows that are beyond, and from the minute that show go live to the minute it goes off, that comment section don't stop moving. Yeah. Then I have other shows who they get their comments after the episode is re-released. Mm -hmm where it's completely done and then here it is two o'clock in the afternoon and somebody baby mama girl I agree with you you know yeah that that that, that was hard for me to like adjust to myself how so is worrying about who watching it and then it's like when I stop worrying about who's watching it and I go back it's more people that watch it after the fact right. than watch it when it happens so I'm like right. all right let me just do what I do and right. then just get the like uh Kiana talk is cheap podcast shout out to her um she records at nine o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. Now she has her loyal followers who's been riding with her since day one. They're always there. Right. Mm -hmm. But that two, that Thursday when the actual audio drops, she can go back to the live and she'll see that she's got two or three times as many views yeah. as she did the night that she recorded. She goes out of town and people are like, oh, I listen to your show. Mm -hmm. How the fuck you even know I got a show? Right. You know? <laughs> So when I when I hear those stories from my team, I'm you know what? Let me back that up. When I hear stories like that from my family, because nobody's on TDR that's not treated like family. Period. Um, I have close personal relationships with everybody. You can talk to me about anything, and believe me, we have sat down and talked about anything. You know, uh, 
I have a very beautiful staff. Uh, that's one thing. Juan said I did that on purpose. I can't cannot <laughs> can't confirm or deny that, but I do. So I mean, I mean, I, I'm assuming that's in reference to the women. I don't know if dudes like to be called beautiful, right. but okay. <laughs> I mean, she got a lace lining. <laughs> I mean, I need a haircut, so I'm definitely not in that beautiful category. I mean, we, we wouldn't mind being called beautiful. We was in a group with a lot of women, and like, all right, the whole group. Beautiful black. And we we didn't hurt the group, right? Like, 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 it was, like we got an okay group of staff. Like, damn, I'm a right, you know, okay motherfucker. It was like it was a beautiful melanated party. <laughs> you know, I'm cool. With, I'll take that. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah. It's certain ways. Like we'll twelve niggas at a table. No, I don't call it. I got a, I got a beautiful uh, basketball team. <laughs> like, all right, you know, talking about the score or uh, the players? The players. The players. Yeah, like, nah. What did, did you get Puerto Rican rice? It's Mexican. Excuse me. I mean, it's still sorry, wrong, wrong side of the Hispanic tree. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I was different country. I got a question. I, I want to say, like, when you because you do a lot of podcasts, I do. You no, know, you do, and you and sometimes you sit in the back. Well, a lot you sit in the back and participate and, and, and listen. <laughs> Look, you know, I just started doing that. I didn't used to do that. You never did that. I, I used to sit. I don't do. I don't do it on every show. I you do. Would even be like Tony. You'd be like. Yeah, like I I noticed he is sitting back even for ours. So I know he do it for you know everybody else. It's right. like you ever sit back and hear somebody talking about a topic and you know they lying and you like it's not my show. I, I get it, but it's like <laughs> I mean for me, if if I was in your position, I feel like I would be hurt because it's like you got this podcast. People are listening to you for your opinion. And they want to hear some realness. They want to learn. They want to want to feel what you've been through and learn. Right. So I hate when people have these big topics and then they don't really tackle them and be truthful. So this is the one thing. One of the, one of the things when I first made TR was I gave it a mission statement. I don't know why I gave it a mission statement, but I did. I don't know what the fuck a mission statement is for. So I made one anyway. <laughs> so the thing about it is I tell everybody, no matter what, every show you do, you have to inform, entertain, and educate. Mm-hmm. Okay, you gotta do one of those three. If you don't do one of those three, you had a shitty soap. That's just how I've always thought about it. Sometimes people have to feel out what the topic is before they go through it. Like I use Kiana as another example. So tomorrow, for those who's watching live, her episode will drop tomorrow. She did an episode about domestic violence. Okay. Not everybody's ready to open up about that. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to go in depth to how much damage you took physically mentally emotionally but it's a very important topic so somebody might say hey i want to be on your show just so they can be around other people mm-hmm. who went through they went through and they may give a little bit you know they right. may not give you as much as you wanted out of them but that may be what's needed to get the ball moving other times there's some people who they purposely lie to get the conversation moving oh mm. uh, yeah we know that yeah I, i'm I'm notorious when me and Juan have conversation, we can both agree, like 100% agree, but I have to say, you know what, dog? I'm going to play devil's advocate. And I have to come up with all these reasons for the other side. Sometimes I hate doing that shit, but if we going to talk about this, you got to look at it from both angles. That's why I like when people play play that. Yeah. You got to, because it's like, if you don't do that, and you let somebody have a, 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 a terrible show without being truthful, then they're gonna look at yeah, you. Yeah, sometimes you got to. Like, who who gave you this opportunity to be on this show? And they're gonna go back and look and at I've you. And I've watched shows, I've watched shows where people had guests who begged to be on the show, and the show was horrible. Like the True. guest was oh my God. uninteractive, yes. they were just sitting I, there, I they didn't want to say I nothing. You remember that one? I'm not gonna say when, but 
um, <clears throat> right, this was before I added, right before I added y'all on. Was it before or after the barbershop? Before. I know what it is. Then. Yes. Okay. So then it's like, people, I want to be on the show. I want to be on the show. And then it's like, okay, yeah. But then one thing that I did learn from Tone. So Tone isn't just, you know, producer and managing every, all these shows. He's a mentor. So I definitely, whenever we take our breaks, um, we sit down, I have my notebook, we talk about shows, we talk about the direction, but I'll ask him, you know, he, well, at first he'll kind of just like family, like he said, he'll, he'll let you fall. And I am hard headed. <laughs> like I hit my head, you, like a hard head, make a soft ass a lot. And my Gemini, ass is soft. Why. Anyway. <laughs> um, but I am hard headed and he'd be like, well, I don't know if this person will be a good fit or I don't think they're going to engage. And it's like, oh, they funny telling jokes, but they not good. Like a stand up, you know, I just happen to say comedy, but none of that actually works because some like Tiffany Haddish, she's goofy, but she's not good at stand up. I don't know, I liked her first one, but that's another story. The first, the <laughs> no, first, the first one is cool, cameras. but hell, I mean, if we're gonna speak our truth, half of these Milwaukee comedians ain't funny, they just social media famous, but we ain't gonna get into that. Ooh. But <laughs> Tone, like, this is my night. I'm yeah. sorry, we ain't gonna get I'm into just like, that, ooh. but I'm just trying to, I, I know you, I'm trying I know to, you're talking about. I'm just saying, I'm trying to reiterate a point. So then we had the person or like groups of people that just was like, yeah, we could be on there. Let's be on that shit. And then when we get there, nothing. I'm like, okay, so what do you think? So what do you think is, I don't know. I think what they think. I think, And then it just, it makes, we have to like try to dig content and re-edit and, and remove around because y'all swear that y'all was gonna be on and popping and hot but then it's like and then we didn't even have a visual it was just mics so i'm like typically people are afraid of you know like being on camera but it was just me and tone with the mics and then it, it was terrible <laughs> well something funny is believe it or not when she decided to actually expand her show and add a co-host she didn't know if she wanted to go with Brandon or Drew. No, I didn't. And I actually talked her into doing both. To doing both, yep. He did. Damn, put me on the spot. Damn, what if no, Drew? Was, no, what was, if Drew was the one that wasn't supposed to be no, added? I, I, but I, I expect that though. I expect. No. Like, I expect that because when you know who you are, then you understand this business is what happens. So, but the yes, and then so the point is like so. Tone is very great in that when one I was looking to expand. <laughs> A co-host, he had to tell me to step outside of looking at my friends and be business minded. It's like you Big want facts. your podcast to podcast to grow. So of course I had several friends on it. Like yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. But then it's like okay, they're probably not gonna be showing. Uh, they not. I wanted people to take this as serious as much as I did, if not more. Where it's like this is an opportunity, and it's like you you can be cut because I'm like this. At the end of the day, it is my shit. You know, you are a co-host and you do have a say. So, however, I need you to be showing up on time. And this was way before COVID, like taking pictures, <laughs> traveling, doing shows, doing, and then all COVID killed all that shit. COVID but, killed a lot. Uh, it did. But it you know what? I won't. You know what? As much as we lost a lot of people and people lost their jobs, I can say this. TDR grew because of COVID. Hell yeah. TDR grew big to the motherfucker because of COVID. I think I added more teams during COVID. I think I just broke my fucking mic stand. Oh, but, <laughs> do not go up on our dudes. Nah, just is my mic even own now? Did you Yo mic is on. Okay. Your mic yes, been so on. I, it was a camera that cut off. I, I, I would say from my experience, like I definitely was not I'm. I still don't. Oh do, Lord! Dude. Oh my! I know. God. So let me let me get. I, I was. I'm still not doing social media like like skits and stuff how I should because it's in my lane. I should be doing it, but I'm not 
I wasn't ready. And I'm still not getting there. But I would say Tone is definitely like a big reason why I am still on the podcast. They all said I still wear hoodies. I still wear, I still, <laughs> I'm not fully where I want to be because it's not easy. Some people just not build how some people are. But you and some know people would judge me and say, well, dude, you funny. Just show your face and do this. It's like, show your face. they can't even do it. Face. So like, I'm listening to people that can't even do it. They're telling me it's easy to do it. No, it, you it, know what's crazy? It's not, it's not easy. You, you definitely, you, you have came out of whatever shell you had right. from the it first time we could, because yeah. I sat here the day when you were on Talk is Cheap, when it was you and Brandon. You took that show over. Yeah, you did. And I don't mean in a way like this is my show now, but you you showed a side of your personality that if I didn't already know you, I would have been like, that's the nigga I've been looking for. That's the nigga I yeah. want for this show. That's it. You did all that on your own. You did all that to the point that they want all of y'all back. Yeah, she she was she was cool. She was cool, and and then she every time I, I felt like I was coming out and being me, she never like she was almost like give me some more, nigga. I'm right. like damn, I gotta get the most. But it's like I never I never had that experience because a lot of time when you get on social media, it's like I can say something real, and then people will look at the background instead of listening at the message. So I'm like, why the fuck I even get on? Say that's something. why you get a green so, screen. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, but that's why I, I had to get used to what's going on, but. To my point, what I was saying was, it's a lot of times I came to you and I was like, man, Tone, I really want to, you know, be me, but I don't know how because I my mind is, is fucked up right. thinking about it. you like, Drew, you got to just do this and do that, what you've been doing, and trust me. And I'm like, damn, I came in, I did. I'm like, okay, it worked. So, like, right. for somebody to see that, and I even told you, I was like, this is going to be my last show. I ain't going to do it no more. You're like, trust me, Drew, try this and you'll feel better. And I did it, and I'm like, it's like, I, I wouldn't have done it you could have easily, you got 40, you got 40 podcasts. You could even be like, all right, I feel you. Leave. You could let me just walk away. <laughs> but the, the fact whole, that you did is like, nah. Because you, because for you to be a comedian, a stand-up comedian, and, and you a dude that people know, right. you know, like, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. But you're technically, by definition, the first celebrity on TDR. True. Okay. Yeah. That's By true. definition, you might not look you at like yourself the like that. Yeah, but because you know, it's like I can't take even that I mean, made me nervous. Like, but I'm, like you, I'm not somebody that takes something and be like, but that's well, yeah, give me this for free. You're but that's humble. what makes Drew Drew. Yeah, exactly. Just and like Tone is humble. I, and not to interject, but I'm saying I rave about Tone all this. And when I was telling my brother, um, like, yeah, get you reach out to him, and I'm like, he's gonna interview you and this and that, and I'm like, he's really great, wise and that, and then he'd be like, No, nah, stop, no, I'm not like you're just yeah, humble. Yeah, that's why I said that's that's why I was I can relate to you yeah. a lot, and I appreciate you, you know what I'm saying? Because I let my I will let the product do the talking for you. Yeah, me. and you do, and you do. It's like man, I can tell you something simple. I was like, look, Tom, when I walk in, I'm one of them that like, like to hear music and vibe out because man. <laughs> and then you you know what I'm saying, the music playing, I'm like, Tom, this is what I'm talking right, about. So, it's like that's just me. And it's like, all I don't right, know. So, BTS moment. So it was one weekend. Uh, it was one day y'all did an episode, and I didn't do the episode for y'all because I had a family thing. So uh, Aziza was in here. Shout out to Aziza. <laughs> so you know they they can y'all came in, y'all did y'all show the whole nine yards. Came back the next week. Soon as Drew walking, bro, where was you at, man? I was like, I didn't know what to do, dog. It felt so. I felt like we were the substitute teacher. Like I want my music. The music wasn't here. Yeah, she was cool. She definitely was cool. She was. She was valid. Like yeah. I even talked to her and told her, like, yeah. I'm just because yeah. we were sitting there and it was as quiet. It was awkward. 
And I'm like, do I start a conversation? Do she? And then I'm like, I usually just let music be the right. vibe. A lot of people like that. Some people get out of they 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 right. share. Like it, it never dawned on me that I really do have a legitimate vibe. I have. Yeah, yeah. And I'm one of the people that admit that she and, did. She said, Yeah, you're right. And she went and look for something. I'm like, right. that's just how it is. It, it kills it, a bad vibe without right. it even being a bad vibe. It's just like going to a club and there's no music. Right. Like drinks is cheap. But it's no DJ. Like, it right. still would never be the right. same. Right. So one of the things I do here, like whenever a new show starts, I always have old school music playing. Because no matter what, there's going to be a song that will probably come on that that person will be like, you know, it's my shit. I like that. And it allows them to open up. It's like, oh, what you know about, you know, and you have that conversation, you get to know a person better. And it helps break the mold. I always have candles burning. I ain't trying to set the mood because I want sexy time in the studio and no shit like that. I do it because a lot of candles are calming. So those nervous feelings of getting on the mic gets kind of lower because you have an aroma that's in your, your nose that brings down the vibes. <sighs> Plus, I couldn't see doing nothing else but this anyway. I'm not gonna lie. To you. That's how you know it's real. This man, like I tried to take a week off, and I was like, "You can't I still got shit to do." I'll be trying to take a week off with the carrot. It's like when I say this the week I'm off. All of a sudden, everybody wants that day. And I'm like, Man, damn, do I get mad or do I get the money? It's like, I don't And it's I don't crazy because I'd be at my regular job, minding my business. This phone goes off more. While I'm working, from people asking pie related stuff. I feel, man, I feel that because even at work today, I'm like, I'm at work, and today was a busy day at work. As a, as a matter of fact, when I pick up KJ, I still got to go home and do some more work. And one of my, one of the people that reports to me, she was like, "You got to take time for yourself." And I'm like, "Yeah, but sometimes shit just got to get done." And she didn't know that I wasn't talking about work, work, but it's my business. Like right. you don't. You don't stop. Even I'm going on vacation in two weeks. Uh, vaca- Where are you going? Vacation. I'm going to Miami. But um, all right, now don't get caught with a with a, with a bag of brick. I've been watching Snowfall. So. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching Snowfall. Like, wait a minute. So I'm on my, like, but, on my um, dope now. <laughs> even on vacation, <laughs> like I'm gonna be working, like taking pictures, having like you you can't. Technically, you know you can't what? Take why off. we here? Shout out to you because I really have been seeing your lipsticks. Everywhere for real, yeah, like real talk. I need a round of applause. That's dope. Like, wow, because you know, I you know, I've always liked the one that, that you got that looked like a little vial, it looked like something straight out of Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so every time I see that one, I know exactly where it's it comes from. It's almost gone, too. Yes, yeah, almost gone. Oh, wait till you see what I got coming up. Like, I, I was in the bank today, uh, making a couple of deposits and. Chick, you know, took out her lipstick. It was in that little thing. I was like, oh, shit, Shut I know who did it. Like, I know who that is. Uh-uh, Kiana said I'm one of his worst headaches. I'm like, you know what? Contrary <laughs> to probably believe, the ones who I always say is my biggest headaches are the ones me, I honestly care Mimi, the most about. Kiana. Mm-hmm. Mimi, is, Mimi is a whole different ballpark because that's, that's family. And, okay, another story. I never would have made the jump from blog talk to what we're doing now if it wasn't for Mimi. So I gotta give Period. her I gotta give her, her flower, not a rose yeah. right yeah. now. Because not a rose. Not a rose. <laughs> Inside joke. Um I'll use I hate. All right. But the thing about it was was Mimi is a perfectionist. So she wanted to make sure that her show sounded a certain way, looked in a certain way. And when we were using the old setup that we used to, we recorded her very first episode. So if you go to the very first episode of Hochely Awkward, Audio-wise, it's motherfucking trash. 
Okay. Like, and it's not even nobody's fault. It was just what we were using to record at the time was not good. So she's like, uh uh-uh. uh, if I'm gonna do this, we're gonna do this right. And we had a nice little conversation. And I tell you what, $300 later, I went out, I bought a lot of cheap equipment for mm-hmm. what it was. That's mm-hmm. why I tell anybody, whoever wants to set up their own home studio, I will help you put it together and you can do it for under $500. You can actually do it under for three, under 300 now, but that's a whole nother story. Uh, and we just literally was recording at Mimi's house. We was recording a Death Fresh show and Mimi, uh, hopefully awkward. We, mm-hmm. It was our family time. Right. Whole front room looked like the like somebody gutted a computer with cords and wires and everything all over the place. But that's what started. Honestly, that's what started TDR Network because I started recording our stuff on a better sound than what we were using before. My virtual team was still using like conference rooms and stuff like that. So they were having a better sound, but it wasn't like ours. So. Real Bar Talk came to, came to us one day. Was talking about, hey Tom, we want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's do this, you know. And I was recording out of Tori's basement for a while. Right. I that was that was technically my first first real non family show. Then keeping it cute, aka P three P three. They have a group, and I just happened to scroll through the timeline one day, and I seen their group. That sound like a group P three. Yeah, <laughs> pretty plus size and powerful. <laughs> And they were having, literally, they were taking a Chromebook, no different than the one you see in front of Alicia, and was sitting it up, and all five of them would kind of cram into the view and have some dope-ass conversations. I remember that. I remember that. And I was like, you know what? Y'all got too much of a a topic conversation that this this inspiration needs to be shared. Mm -hmm. You should do a podcast. And I said it to them the first time, and then they brushed it off. That's mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah, we'll think about it. Because, you know, there's a random dude that came out of nowhere. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Said you need to do a podcast. I'm what that worse, dude say? I'm worse than them, them graphic designer dudes that pop up on timelines. <laughs> <laughs> so after a while, I guess they did a couple of more shows. It was like, you know what, Tone? Let's meet. And that was my first. Actually, they were the reasons why I ended up in Sherman Phoenix for the very first time. Because we had a meeting upstairs yeah. in Sherman Phoenix. And let, I'll let them tell that story. Yeah. Probably one of the goofiest moments that you would ever see. But when I tell you the charm, I turned on the charm, I turned on the motherfucking charm. Period. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so they ended up coming on. They were, they're probably one of the most important people in the growth of TDR. Yeah. Because they would do a show and they would have a guest and the guest would, as soon as they get to, hey, I like this podcast conversation. Mm-hmm. Who do I talk to to start my own? And it was like, after that, after that, so at first it was L. Renee, which ended up being Root to Fruit. Yep. Then Joey came on, which ended up being Get You a Piece. And then mm-hmm. Joey brought like horizontal refreshments and Bentley said. Network, and then, yes. then it's like, it just kept growing, yep. growing, and growing on top of that. And then my homie Denise, aka Little Red, someone <laughs> say anything about it, she own it. She'll tell you whatever you need to know. Who Denise one day. She's a she's a connector for sure. She's definitely a connector. And that's why she she definitely is, you know, officially on TDR. That's why the time we do a TDR event, that's just us. Mm-hmm. I always make sure she's there regardless. Yeah. Because she's just as important as anybody. Funniest thing in the world. Uh, one of the newest podcasts that just uh did their first episode on Monday. Hey. That connection started from Denise. 
Now, uh, Amon, which one was that? Uh, Wolfpack. Okay. Uh, they're not even on the wall yet. Oh, okay. They're, I'm they're that through. new. They're not on the wall yet. <laughs> um, Amani had popped in on a Saturday and we chopped it up for a mm -hmm. minute. So I was like, okay, cool. She went out kicking it with Denise that night. I didn't think twice about the conversation because I'm like, if you serious, you're going to come back. She must have said something to Denise. While Denise was drunk in the middle, that's my guy. Picked up the phone, and called me, right in there. Here I am in my iPad reading the book to yeah, my baby, and my day. iPad start ringing from her. I'm like, "What do you want? Yeah, what do you want?" <laughs> She's like, "Uh, you talk to my friend, and you ain't you ain't put a pot. Who are you here? Here?" And you just handed her the phone. It's like, "Well, you know, I didn't mean to. like. Oh my god, <laughs> like the." So she definitely makes sure. Uh, she's definitely very, very influential in the growth of TD. Actually, like I, I tell everybody, hands down, mm -hmm. even though I'm the figurehead, this is not all me. Mm -hmm. Like if I lose people, I lose key intricate parts of TDR. Regardless, mm -hmm. I tell Aziza all the time when she moved to Atlanta, even though that move was the greatest thing to happen to her, it was a major blow for me here at TDR. Hell yeah, mm -hmm. you know. Here in the Milwaukee area. Now down there, keep a lookout. That's all I gotta say on that. But I need all of y'all, you know, hands down. So I, I want to know now. So we we have people. We have a lot of people that's been added to the Wall of Fame. Um, for real. I want to yeah, know what disqualifies someone like what. So if someone comes to you and say, Hey, Tone, I got this podcast idea. Like how soon do you know if you're going to take them on or be like, nah, after the third question, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. Usually after the third question, because like I said, the first question tells me why you want to start a podcast. So if you one of them, like I said before, all me and my guys think we funny. That's going to tell me right now. You're not going to last past eight episodes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'll entertain you. But how serious you are about getting this together is going to make the big deal. Yeah. The second question is why a podcast? Because now you have to think, why am I choosing to do a podcast? Maybe I don't really want to do a podcast. Maybe I want to do a YouTube channel. Maybe I'm okay with just talking on Facebook. Maybe I really just want to do a podcast because you make it look cool, you know? And the third question is, is what's your goal for this? Mm -hmm. Like, where do you, what is the purpose of your podcast and where do you plan on taking it? You know? I've had some people that came in with brilliant ideas, and after we record the first time, their intention was completely different. Mm, That's okay. why they're not on the wall. Yeah. Some people haven't made it past five episodes. Mm. Some people didn't never get a chance to record their very first episode. Really? Because after having more conversation towards building the show, I came to realize you you, you kind of just doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. You think you're doing it because it's a fad. I can tell you this right now: ninety-seven percent of people who podcast don't do it for a fad. They, they do it for the love. They yeah. have a second or they have a secondary goal in podcasting is just the, the platform to get it started. Mm. Like if you came to me and told me, well, I do speak your truth because of this. But my end goal is I want to launch a business and I want to use this to get there. I'd have been cool because yeah. now I know what your goal is. So you're going to do your shows, but let's figure out how we can tie your future business into your right. show. Right. That yeah. way now we know how to make it get to your goal. Or like Chanel, I love 
Chanel had already started doing the naked eye. Right. I right. give you credit because you the reason why I even got to Chanel Period. to begin with. So, <laughs> but I love the fact that her message of her thing it was mm -hmm. about self awareness, mm -hmm. and all her episodes are about internal reflection. Even right now, me and her is working on her doing diary entries in regards to her shows. Nice. So instead of her honestly dropping an episode every week because you know she got that wedding she planning. Yeah. <laughs> and I made one. Right. You are. She got small little things about self-awareness, growth, mental health that she can do. So she'll drop a small little diary. We call it diary entries about her week. See, and that's another thing to where it's not just so it's not just you're locked in to like your show and that's it. So yeah. even now, so sometimes Tone, if he will, see, if he sees like greatness in you or like another app potential avenue for you, like I have a spinoff show that I have not been on because I've been busy. But but that's the good reason why you can't do it because now right. you gotta, now you got to talk about it. Yes. And I'm like, but now I have more content. So right. the spinoff show, this is 30. It, I still have speaker truth and I come on here and I speak my truth and I talk my shit. But aside from Brandon and Drew, I have my own experiences just kind of like evolving and all of that. So like he will come to you and be like, hey, I think this would be good for you. You should do this. And it's like whenever he comes to you with advice. Listen, because <laughs> for real, just listen. It's like, because at first I'm like, I don't know, and I don't want to do that's extra work and all of that. But um, I'm, I'm something like a Barbara Walters. I'm just right. So I'm like, it definitely will grow. But I want to get into, um, and it's not just black voices, you're inclusive of all voices. So I would say you are the first, and to my knowledge, first and only network that encompasses um, an LGBTQ. Plus Show represented show. Show. I have a whole. I have several shows. Several that have in the city or yeah. Okay. See. I'm oh, like, you. I'm not gonna take credit for the whole. Like, oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm like, like. There's a whole category for them. But I mean, yes, there's a whole category, but I'm like, but under city, your network, in, under my network in the city of you're Milwaukee, you're not discriminating. Most most LBGT pods of color are under our umbrella. Period. And that's what I was getting. Uh, shows like Horizontal Refreshments, uh, Spill the Tea, Get You a Piece. Um, at one point in time when KT was part of Real Bar Talk, uh, KT, uh, I have I have other women who claim they're bi, but you got to prove it. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to put I didn't want to throw nobody out yeah. there. But but I do. I have a, a nice, huge LBT, LBGT community here on the network. And the crazy thing about it is I don't treat them no differently. As you should. I sit here in their conversations and I be listening just like anybody else. Mm -hmm. Horizontal Refreshment is probably the wildest podcast you can ever hear. Uh, we have two gay dudes and a married woman on there. And those topics are wild as fuck. Um, like this week's episode is about masturbation. Well, I'm gonna have to listen. You should already know how to do that. You're a grown ass woman. I mean, I do. <laughs> but it's just, but it's the fact I will sit here and I hear these. And even uh, I go back to Joey on Get You a Piece. Joey actually it has been a great platform for the LBGT community oh, yeah. because he has like all his guests, like every guest, well, most of his guests, because I remember he did a, a, a MUA uh, episode. And they was a guy. Uh, he brings people of his his culture on there. And no matter what walks of life and what's going on in their life, he's had uh, a couple of transgenders on there. And 
they give me the opportunity to ask questions mm -hmm. or get involved in the conversation at times just simply because I want to know. And I don't want to come off as being disrespectful because let's yeah. be honest, as black men, we are the most homophobic people in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Everything is gay to us. Every yeah. moment is plausible. <laughs> Everything, you know, you can't eat bananas in public because they're gay. You know, yeah. like dumb shit like that. Like, who gives a fuck if I want a banana? I'm gonna yeah. eat a goddamn banana. Okay. What's to do? Eat it from the middle? What the hell? <laughs> but <laughs> that's that's a whole other topic. But they've allowed me to ask those questions, and I, I, I and I say it too a lot, not to be the same. So, as a straight heterosexual male in, uh -huh. in America, <laughs> I want to. <laughs> I've done that, and um, Larry, which he's always on Joey's show as a guest, has has literally answered. Anything and everything I've always wanted. He has gotten me together on topics. He's helped me see things from their perspective. And like, I couldn't do that. I would never be able to do that if I didn't have the network that I had to be able to interact with these people. And even then, I have people that come to me. Um, the other day when Joey was uh, doing a show and he had one, a couple of his people, I'm outside in the hallway. I'm working on some stuff. And one of, the, one of his friends came down. They were pitching an idea of a podcast. So I'm like, OK, let me listen to see what your idea is. Let me see. Are you trying to do this on your own? Are you trying to bring it to the network? And just the simple fact I'm sitting here having a conversation with this person and I'm helping him build his ideas and better. Now, taking consideration, he's not even on the network yet. He's not even he hasn't even have a show together yet. But the fact that I helped him get from a thought to an action plan right. meant the world to him. He Some like, people need that. He was like, I understand you're a busy man. I see you got a lot going on, but I just want to thank you for taking this time to just, you know, at least entertain me and listen. And I'm like, it's not a problem. Like, it's no big deal. You can come to me. Anybody can come to me with ideas and I help you break it down. There's podcasts that are not even on their, our network. They're on somebody else's network mm -hmm. that will come mm -hmm. and say, hey, Tony, I got a question, man. How do you do this? And I'll be like, here, this is how you do it. This is the idea. Just go here. Let's do this. I don't give a damn because I'm not in competition with nobody. Oh, right. Yeah, that's I'm again. not like <laughs> the, the crazy part about it is, is all the black pod networks here. We're all cool. Right. From the producers to the owners down to the host, there's no show who thinks they're better than anybody else. Now you may got you may be a little bit more popular than everybody else when it comes to how you represent the city, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, ain't nobody in competition. I mean, it's across. I mean, it's across that across the board. Comedy, cosmetics. I mean, right. it, it's the same across the board. Where it's like if you are standing your lane and really doing your passion there is no competition right you're doing your passion and that's another thing i like about the network we do all work together like a family like we'll go to each other in a heartbeat for not just like being a guest on somebody else's show but let's say i'm doing a project and i need models i got so many on the network i don't even have to ask anybody outside to do it mm -hmm. and i'm yeah. not talking like you know you've taken a couple of photos if i know i'm talking like you you've gone down the runway Denise. You know, you got skills, <laughs> you know, like cursing Denise, uh, Aziza, Ruthia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we got them. So I don't need that. Then I have fashion designers. Yeah. That's another thing. If I made sure that all my shows, there's another side hustle on the side. Mm. Nobody on this show is really just doing the show. Right. Somebody has, there's another avenue out there. We got Wine Down Wednesday where Cree is is a fashion designer. We got Drew as a comedian. We got you doing makeup. You know what I'm saying? Mimi has her whole entire store that she got going on. Mm -hmm. We had the whole P3 brand going on. Aziza does waist beads. Like everybody has something that mm -hmm. they're doing outside of just podcasting. Yeah. And a lot of them, 
started it during their podcasting journey. True. You know, like it wasn't like the podcast made them do it. It was like during while they were doing it, they came across somebody who gave them an idea who then they took that idea and went one step further. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, if you were not doing the podcast, would you have ever came up with this idea? Well, look at you and makeup. Do you think you would ever gotten to that point? Uh, you know, I don't know. To be honest, I would love to sit up here and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, I don't know, because the podcast was something brand new for me. Like, right. it was something I never thought I would do. So just taking that risk and then taking, I'm, probably not. Right. Just, just because you took a risk doing short. a show, mm -hmm. not caring who was going to listen or if anybody gave a damn. And since you've already said, what? I fucking started a podcast. I can start a business over here. Yeah. Let me do my research, of course. But what I need to be scared of. Mm -hmm. I already am organized when it comes to doing my shows every week. Just take that same organizational skill and let's put it towards starting this business. Yeah. You know, and then on top of that, hey, I need a, I need an account manager. Put it on your page. Denise going to give you a whole list of people okay. anyway. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm like, I found somebody to make my lo our logo because of her. <laughs> oh, Rudy. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Rudy. <laughs> Shut up. That's my famous friend. I'm like, we definitely gonna um update. I'm like, my head's still big and I lost your head big weight. in real life though, fam. Anyway, mm. well, that's because Drew didn't take his hood off. So <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got Drew the biggest gonna, head on the, on the crew. Drew ain't gonna take his head off. He's sweating right now. No, I'm good now to no, cool down know. now. The, 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 the liquor went down Mario, now. Your head is hot. So before we shift gears to this talk, talk your shit segment. You covered a couple of things and you dropped a few gems, but if there are people out there, our listeners out there right now, that's like, okay, I, I think I, I could come into the shark tank and I want to pitch my idea. What do they need to know? Like what's one thing that they need to know before stepping to you? One thing they need to know before they want to step to me about doing a podcast, mm -hmm. make sure that you know that you don't make money off a of podcaster. Mm, yes. that's, that's the number one. No, no, the real, real fucking shit. I need people to understand that. Can you make money? Oh, yeah. Yes. We get but just like yeah. anybody who talks to me, I always pitch that podcasting is like the music business. Mm -hmm. You are an artist when you start a podcast. Every time you drop an episode, it's like dropping a song. But just like any artist, you don't make your money off the song. You make your money off of the tours, yeah. off of the shows, off the premieres. Yeah. In the podcasting world, it's the sponsorships, it's the advertisements, mm -hmm. it's the hosting events. You make your money off the fact that you have a podcast. Yeah. You make your money off of the connections you make during the podcast. So if you ever plan on coming into the podcast world because you're trying to make money or you're trying to get famous, bro, just save your time. That's real. Just go be a video game streamer. You got a, <laughs> yeah, you got a better chance over there. That's real shit. Um, so we gonna first and foremost thank you for your time. Like we're like look, we ain't gonna see. Look, you next like week. I wasn't gonna be here anyway if it was a regular show. The hell, you have the time between seven and eight thirty. So I'm anyway, look anyway. anyway. <laughs> um, but we have a lot of fun stuff coming ahead, and I j I just really can't wait to see like. Yeah. Where we're going to go, like when all this COVID shit is over, speaking of which, I do get my first COVID vaccination tomorrow. So. Are you getting the single shot or the double? The single. All right. Just the single. What? I just said all right. Um, <laughs> I get the other one next Because the month. single one is is new. Like, that's new, new. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, just the one shot only. That's that's the newest one. 
But it's like comes in doses of two. No, no, no. There's two of them. There's one. There's two different companies that require you to get two separate shots. Right. There's a third company that only you only have to get one shot. Oh, no, I got to get two different okay. ones. Whew, I'm like, don't scare me. But we don't transition um, to the talk your shit segment, y'all. Right? It's, it's probably not even going to sound like a lot of clap. Like we we missed a set use, of hands. Use my own. Okay. <laughs> nah, uh. One, two, three, talk your shit. So I'll start first. My talk your shit is um, I don't even have no shit to talk. I'm grateful. I made it to my goal weight. Um, I was weighed in at 165.6, and I, I was so busy that I did not get the chance to stop and celebrate. I'm like, damn, I went to the doctor, and I'm like, damn, 165. Like, I, I met my goal weight. I didn't even know. That's how busy I was. So my shit this week is to, for all business owners, stop and take a breath when Man. you can. Slow down. I had to tell myself that and Chanel just told me this, like you can't you can't do everything right now because I want to do this for my business and that for my business. And I wanted to do it like right now. Um, but I'm learning that it's not a marathon, it's a marathon, it's not a race. So business owners, single moms, anyone who is just juggling a lot in general, stop, take a breath celebrate things that you're doing um i made it to my goal weight y'all like so i'm gonna be fine as hell in miami so that's my shit i'm looking like a crumb bum now but you know what i look like when i get dressed look he liked you when you was chunky he gonna like you as is so it don't matter i know i was a little chunk that's crazy how women be like you gonna see me when i'm dressed They're like we can't we gotta be who we are now oh, you're right I, think I, I mean, see that's y'all. You know you didn't look bad when you were bigger. I right? didn't, and that's what people were saying. I think you probably felt you yes. felt bigger. Like I, we can throw no, on but braids. I, I didn't feel I didn't shit. feel good, and it's like, yes, I know I would look good at any size, but like to me, I didn't feel confident with my. I'm, I took pictures, and I'm like, dang, my cheeks this, and I I just didn't feel like myself. I'm getting, you know, like. <sighs> like winded upstairs and stuff. And I'm like, dang, I'm only 29. Like, why am I this out of shape? But it wasn't just the food I was putting into my body. It was being around people dragging me down. It was the, the stuff that I watch, stuff that I listen to. So now I've completely changed not only my food diet, but the people I allow around me in my space. So like it's my whole everything. Has changed. And I feel, shifted. yeah. And I feel mm -hmm. lighter. Definitely feel lighter. So that's my talk. My shit this week is um, your diet is definitely more than what you eat. It's everything that you are taking into your system, into your body. So that's my shit. That's what's up. Yeah. Who going next? Oh, I go. Okay. Right. Ready? One, two, three. Talk your shit. Well, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the Milwaukee Vibe last night. Uh, New Me and Cortez, they hosted an event with. They had live band. They did some um, poetry and some singers and rappers and stuff like that. And I, I went to show love. You know, I don't want to be one of them um, entertainers, comedians, whatever, and just only go out when I'm booked. I always show love to people that, you know, show love to me when I can. So I did that. I paid and I felt good about paying. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to. I, I didn't even want to show her my face because I felt like she probably would have thought I wanted to get in the show. I'm like, no, I came to support and chill. I got a couple drinks, sat back, ate some chicken, and then I seen her, and then boom, she just left me. And next <laughs> thing you know, she just called me on stage. So, yeah. like, no, she didn't let me know. She didn't warn me. She didn't tell the DJ. I ain't no song. It was like, oh, my friend Drew popped up, y'all. Give a shout out to Unpredictable Drew, and then come on, bless the mic. Boom. So, 
you know, everybody looking at me. So I, I went up, but I'm like, damn, you know, this 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 what this what I do. So I went up there and uh man, that saved me this month. Like this month, I really want to tackle this month like strongly now. Like I feel confident, motivated, like I needed that. Like I got up there and talked about shit that bothered me that day and turned into a joke and it flew out perfect. And it was fire. And I'm like, oh, this this shit sounds so good. I, I should have got paid. And they started throwing money on the stage. When I tell you all the money I got back from spending it that night and came back times three or four, I'm like, oh, shit, you know. That's so that, I'm blessed, man. Energy. And I realized, like, I got to stay hungry like that. I, I got too yeah. complacent. So, But that's also that positive energy, though. Yeah, yeah it was definitely. It was a vibe. I, and I walked in like, damn, Tom, like, this shit is. It's a that's nice true. crowd. Yeah. I wish it was a crowd when I do. Yeah, it was a nice crowd. Hmm. They, they wasn't talking, doing people like performances. It was nice. It was packed. I'm like, damn, if I would have been on this show, I'd do this and that. But then when they actually called me up, I, oh, that went out the window. But I just freestyled. And, you know, like I said, it was fun. It felt good. And just basically thank you to everybody that was there last night. Thank you everybody that, you know, threw tips and that's just laughed. And it was a vibe. And I'm going back next Tuesday to be at Oasis. So this time I will be prepared. <laughs> You know, I guess I bet I guess that's more authentic. Like that felt good to not be prepared and to kill it. And yeah. it is more pressure. Not like, oh, you really ready to be funny. Yeah. So see, but now was, that 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 gives you confidence to open yeah. up and try Hopefully new you things. Ain't yeah. the bar too like, you know, high. Try I different think I things, did because though. it was like no, it was you know. But I, I mean, I like that too, though. There. I love a challenge, but I didn't know that that no, type of challenge. But I like, think you'll get back there because yeah, honestly, if the energy was already good, that tone is already set. Right. So. I, th- I think you'll do so. Just thank fine. you, uh, no me and uh, Cortez and uh, you know everybody, man. Always established with everybody. It was it was a dope vibe. It wasn't nobody got, like oh he came and took the show. It wasn't nothing like that. It was I gotta like, take I gotta take a love. Tuesday off and go check it okay. out. Okay, yeah, it's dope. It's, it's Look, I gotta get a babysitter. Man, man that live band is a fool. They need they should have taken them break? Was a cigarette break? Cigarette break. It wasn't, but they was playing somewhere this weekend. I'm like wavy gang or yeah. What's the name of the group, the the band? Cause she don't hear now. But yeah, they was dope. And I don't want you know give nobody else their credit, but yeah, they was dope. And I mean they didn't stop playing. And so I, I love live in. bands. So yeah, live band, that that shit I'm actually I love live bands that can play anything. Like, yeah, so uh, that's what I like. Thank you. That's my talk, my shit. Uh, I felt good. If I would have bombed, I would have told everybody, because you don't always kill shows, don't think nah. I hear what comedians say, I'll kill. I never say that about this. Nah. Like I said, I, I've look. watched I've watched episodes of Dion Cole doing his stand up, his his yeah, We had some bad shows. And he, he literally, it was, it was a bad show. He might be, he, proud, he it might be a mind. Even Richard Pryor had a he bad might show. Try a new joke and it just don't work. You know what I'm saying? That's so, the whole reason why you try. Richard Pryor came back and talked about how he had a bad show and he delivered a funny one. Three sure. types of smoke. That's what they, that, that's the, that's the band. Three, okay. Yeah. Might and have to book them there. one day. Yeah, they types. cigarette. Got an idea for them. When I start my uh, <laughs> when I start my late night talk show, I have them as my. Band. See, I wanted to do a late night talk show. I'm, we should talk. Right, so we should talk. We going. Hey, hey, it was one lady came up to me and said, "Here, she gave me twenty dollars." She said that joke that you said about your drink being a lesbian drink. She said that was hilarious because I'm a lesbian. So I feel like I got twenty dollars just for like thinking <laughs> of that creatively. I never thought about. Saying my drink was a lesbian drink because it was it had a little cherry at the bottom and shit and it was pink. But said the lady made me a drink and she wanted me to try. But that right there, I got twenty dollars off. I got a free drink off being creative. So being like, yourself, I yeah. Hope that 
help a lot of comedians that's understand. basically what we've the been trying to tell you drew Try this okay, right. we just been wanting you to be yourself yeah yeah and, and she did she did like what? I said, a she hard went up head and make and a soft she didn't ass. tell me shit. she didn't say drew up and she was like walked off like i was like i ignored her like she walked off and then she, you know you boom. on stage yeah it'd so, be yeah, like that, that sometimes dope. i need it though i've been dragged on shows i wasn't supposed to be on <laughs> i haven't so, i got because you always got to get a babysitter. No one wants me. Well, That's I just dead told ass, you. though. Babysitter. I told. I just told you, Kiana wants y'all on her show. Well, let us look. I'll arrange ahead of time. She wants y'all this Tuesday. Okay. Okay. I'll arrange ahead all, of time. All three of y'all. All three <laughs> of them. We can do that. We can do that. <laughs> all three of them. Ready? I don't, I don't remember what she's talking about though. Right, yeah. One, two, three, talk your shit. All right. So first of all, I want to give a shout out to Alicia for even considering doing this. As much as I do talk behind the mic, it's actually an ongoing joke on the network (laughs) where I can't record a show without saying something. Okay. (laughs) But I'm I'm cool with that because the days when I don't do when I actually don't do it, my team gets worried about me. So I love I love the energy. Uh, Shout out to everybody on the network, past, present, and future. Um, I can't I can't do this without y'all, regardless, and I wouldn't want to do it without none of y'all. Mm. Um, as for TDR, when I say future podcasting, ain't the only thing you're gonna see from us. Ooh. Um, Ooh. see, I'm the kind of person I don't give a fuck. I'll tell everybody yeah, that what I'm gonna do. Start a fight and say like, oh. I'd be doing that too. I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> and walk right away. Like, what happened? Like, oh, they started fighting because of me. Oh, they panicked. Let me know. I gotta say something. No accountability. TD uh, podcast is not gonna be the only thing we did. I said to myself that from my tenth year, I was gonna get back to the root, which is the R in TDR is uh, radio. So I am currently behind the scenes working on an all podcast first, music second, radio station where um, your favorite podcast will always have a set block um, that will be played. Um. So you can always follow whoever you are. And it doesn't even have to be a TDR podcast. It can be whoever. Only only requirement is you got to be from the city of Milwaukee. That's it. Uh, And then, of course, we have so many podcasts here in the city of Milwaukee that we deserve our flowers. So it was supposed to be this year, but COVID has kind of stopped it. But next year, I'm going to actually be doing the first annual uh, Urban Podcast Awards. Um. Because I want, I want everybody to be proud of what they're doing. I don't want folks who's been doing this for a year, two years, three years to feel like, what am I doing this for? You know, I want there to be an award you can strive for. I want them there yeah, to I, be I, something I like that. that you can sit on your mantle at home and be like, dog, the city thinks I'm the best podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just think about that. As a comedian, like, if someone said, you know, this year's recipient is unpredictable true. You gonna feel a certain way, mm-hmm. you know? Regardless. After I worry about how they feel about it, I'm gonna sit back like, well, did I do win, though? Right, you know? <laughs> like, and, and the crazy part about it is, is just like the, the comedian world here in the city, the podcasting world, whoever wins out of the world, everybody's gonna show them love. Mm-hmm. You know, B. Jones, whenever he's on all the shows he comes on, mm-hmm. he always brings up the day the when my nigga done. Brandon is fucking here. Yeah, he's been moving around now. That's why I told him, I said, Who show you on tonight? Right. Like, Brandon is fucking here. That is. He is always, he's always, uh, check out the last few episodes of Wind Down Wednesday. Okay. Um, And he was like, 
when Aaron won the awards, all of y'all went up there. Yeah, I was you know I just posted about that again. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, that's kind of how I want our podcast awards to be. Even though this particular podcast may win the award, I want everybody in that category to be just as geeked about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if we wait for, you know, like iHeartRadio or the other people to create one and then include us in it, it's not going to happen. Right. So I was like, fuck it. Let's just create it ourselves. You know, and who's better to do it than me? Mm-hmm. Not even trying to be cocky, but no, you gotta, who, who's know, better you gotta... to do it? Who would you trust that's going to be honest? Like, you got 58 fucking podcasts, of course. Yeah, you know? each interviews, you know. Right. <laughs> and then I'm cool with all the other ones. So it's not like I'll be biased. I mean, yeah, they can do their own vote and only tell you. Right. And that's how I get everybody votes. I they vote their top three so, without voting themselves. Dude. Right. That's the truth. That's going to be the goal for. Uh, and you going to do it. I'm going to do it. Of course, I'm going to do it. That's what I'm talking about. And then, so I just, we pretty much closed the show on a positive note, but I am proud to be part, you know, of this network. We're growing. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep getting bigger and even better. That's our show for this week. We will catch y'all next week, Wednesday, 6.30 p.m. We do it every week, y'all. Season five. Stay tapped in. Bye.